Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The boys and girls. It's one. It's wacky. It's slick. It's savvy. It's the mad cat daffy, fractured, ding-a-ling, ring-a-ding, loony, zany, side-splitting, rib-tickling, slap-happy, scuzzy, dreary, irksome, tedious, banal, pointless, smutty world of... The Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Let's be real. I'm all about being real. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm real all the time. Dynamic, isn't it? Jeff Lutz. Let's do. Let's be real. We like it. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Stand by for action. Hello again, everybody. This is a Monday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. My voice is out of it. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to endure today. Hopefully it will get better as the week continues. I'm Bob Lutz. Jeff Lutz, my co-host. We are here for a couple of hours today. We've got Vahe Gregorian from the Kansas City Star joining us at 2.25. We'll talk with Vahe about the weird Chiefs loss yesterday. They didn't look like, uh, they didn't look like they'd ever played together. Uh, at 2.45, Landon Wright, the football coach at Rose Hill, they've advanced into the second round of the Class 4A playoffs. Uh, so we've got a good show for you on tap today. 869-1240, that is the IHOP hotline. Um, and I don't feel it. How you doing? Good, how are you? <laughs> how we feeling? How you doing? Tell everybody what's going on. Oh, they don't need to know. I've had, had some uh, some issues here over the past week or so, and we're going to get through them and be better for it. But uh, right now, we're not there yet. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to say. So it'll... It'll eventually be okay. Well, it would have been great if you'd stepped to the forefront, but what does what does that even mean? I mean, if you'd gotten a guest host, that would have been fantastic. Yeah, I don't have just someone I can call on an hour or two notice and say, "Hey, you're doing radio with." I wish I did. That would be outstanding, but I do not have that person well, in my life. I guess I'll do it. Um, I don't even know where to start. I feel nothing. So you're going to have to kind of take the take the control of the show today. And what does that look like to you? What topics do you want to talk about? Well, we got the World Series going on. You mentioned the Chiefs, who were awful yesterday, did not even score a touchdown. Uh, they really made me look bad because I was just talking about how they never came out and laid an egg. Jesse Newell was talking about how uh, they rarely lose by double digits. And then they did both yesterday against a bad, maybe not that bad, I guess, Denver team that is improving 
and Russell Wilson looks okay, and I don't know, but the Chiefs should not ever play like that against anyone, regardless of the circumstances. Well, they didn't look good. They had uh, they had one of those games, and every every team seems to have at least one. So now the key is: do you overreact? Do you react accordingly? Do you understand that the Chiefs are still in in pretty good shape, or do you say that? Uh, unless they improve their receiving core for Patrick Mahomes, uh, they're probably not destined to get another Super Bowl. That may be an outlandish take. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the uh, Chiefs fans are feeling today, but I know this: they don't have a very strong uh, or speedy receiving core, and it really looked bad yesterday. And they've depended so much on Travis Kelsey uh, for their receiving yardage and they're receiving success and I think Travis is slowing down a little bit it has nothing to do with Taylor Swift it has to well, do with Taylor being Swift is, when Taylor Swift is there he's outstanding so maybe that's just the missing link that uh, she needs to be By there the way, why'd they put up that graphic yesterday because that's what that's what happens that's what you're going to get silly ridiculous uh n- no need for it but what's Travis Kelsey doing at game one of the World Series or game two of the World Series? Well, he's the most uh, famous well, football player. That? I don't know what he's doing. Don't they have a game the next day? Yeah, they do, or the whatever day it was. Isn't there? Isn't aren't there obligations on a day before game? I don't know. I'm asking. I don't know. You Andy Reid obviously signed off on him being there. You would think there's there's something you got to do, right? You would assume, but he's also Travis Kelsey. What more does he really need to do? He is the entire uh, Chiefs offense at this point, combined with Patrick Mahomes. And I don't get it. I don't really understand why that's the case. I don't believe in uh, in letting letting those people do things you wouldn't let anyone do. Um, I don't get that. Of course, people get special treatment when they have a track record. And I've never seen an NFL player. Uh, at a baseball game or any other event, the night before a game. The night before. So he had to get on a private jet. Uh, now, that's not a big deal. Denver to Dallas isn't isn't that far. So an hour and a half, two-hour flight back. Uh, but I don't get it. He, he was away from his teammates on the road for a day. Yeah, I think that's just a convenient excuse, though. If he had played, it's not an excuse. He played. He played okay. It's not. He's going to play fine. I just don't get it. I'm old school. You you hang with your team. Uh, that's where you are. You're there together. You're getting ready to play. Uh, you don't take anything for granted in this league. You don't. You don't shuffle off uh, to watch a World Series game. Were people saying stuff, though, on, on Saturday? Yeah, it was weird when I saw it. I was saying it. What in the, that's, what's Travis Kelsey doing at a World Series game? I just didn't get it. Maybe there's a great reason. Maybe he's best friends with whomever owned the suite. I don't know. Maybe they had this arranged uh, days or weeks ago. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the reason was. Uh, but it, it struck me as odd. Not like, oh my God, you gotta fold the franchise. This is just what what's going on here? I don't know. That might be a question for Vahe Gregorian. He, you guys share that similar old school nature. I'm I'm the type of guy who doesn't really think much of those types of things, and you know, it's just 
It's just one of those. It's just one of those old school things that uh, I don't necessarily. I don't know that it's old school. But I don't get it. Why is it such a big deal? What do you think his teammates? I just were, don't get it. I don't understand. Well, were all fifty-three of his teammates supposed to be hanging out together at the same time on Saturday night? I mean, people are doing I their think own they things. Have team meetings. I don't know when they are. I don't know, but uh, it's just odd. It was odd to see him uh, at a baseball game the night before uh, the Chiefs were playing in Denver, and they. I just don't get it. That's all. Okay. I don't. I mean, I don't get and it you, enough. You've explained. You just want to be obstinate about it. No, I don't want to be obstinate you about it. It's just one the of other side. It's just one of those things I don't think that much of. That doesn't seem like so that big. When they big panned of to him in the suite the other night, you just hey, that's cool. He's. Well, I think uh, the first time they probably panned to him, I was watching the Indiana Pacers. Now, why uh, would you do that over watching a World Series game? I paid game? $90 to watch the Indiana Pacers, and I'm going to get my money's worth. Even over a World Series? Well, yes, absolutely. And I will, That's and I will, laughable. Unless the Cleveland Guardians were in it. And I, and I watched both. I went over to the World Series after basketball, and I'll do the same thing tonight. Unfortunately, that game was pretty much already decided at 8 o'clock. Uh, You're watching the Pacers tonight over Game 3 in the World Series? Not over. I'm first. Oh, you that's all. It starts first. It starts before Game Three of the World Series, so I'll have to watch it. Why? Because that's I want to. Are you serious with this? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, this is kind of cute, kind of a thing you talk about. I paid ninety dollars to watch the Pacers, who no one cares about, uh, and and you're gonna some actually, people care about them. You're actually gonna stick with that, of course. What do you think was gonna happen? I, I, I thought it was some kind of stunt. No, no Just stunt. Some kind of, uh, I'm going to draw some attention, uh, get some uh, talk about this. I mean, it's basketball. Why shouldn't I have a basketball team? I love basketball. I want to watch basketball. But I'd like to be invested in the game if I'm going to watch it. So I'm, I picked a team and, uh, to invest in, and I, that team happens to be a team that, quote-unquote, nobody cares about, which is fairly accurate outside of Indianapolis, the Indiana Pacers. But I like them, and they're 2-0, and and hopefully they'll be 3-0 and after tonight. And I'll make time well, to who watch do they play? Chicago. Well, they will be. Let's hope. It's all, it's all a matter of who you play. That league's so predictable. Uh, who do they play? When do they play somebody good? They play Milwaukee a couple times in the next few weeks. Well, they'll get drilled. Maybe. That's that's how that's going to go. Probably so. I hate to take your suspense away. They they just won They're at a middling team that will beat the bad teams and lose to the good team. They just won at Cleveland. Does that not count for Cleveland's anything? Cleveland's okay. Let's not get carried away. They didn't have Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, or Jared Allen, but we well, still beat them. Exactly. So and it's we yes, oh, brother. <clears throat> but anyway, the Travis Kelsey thing, I I understand. I'm not trying to. I don't even really know what obstinate means in a lot of ways. But I'm not trying to just take the other side. But to me, he's Travis Kelsey. That guy's gonna be ready. He's gonna be prepared. I don't think he's gonna leave his teammates in a lurch. He's a Hall of Famer. He's reliable. He's dependable. He never misses games. So I don't know. It's just. That's just how I feel about it. Oh, I'm tired. Uh, at the top of hour number two, I've been working to uh, prepare something uh, about the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame. They've announced their 2024 inductees uh, just before we went on the air today. 
Charlie Gidron from baseball, uh, Alex Harden from women's basketball, Taryn Torgerson from women's golf, Casey Williams from softball. So as of right now, that increases the number of uh, those in the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame to 159. By my, by my count, and it's a rough count, and I had to do it in a hurry, uh, of those 159, 44 are baseball players. Only 29 are men's basketball players. And only a handful of those are from a time anyone remembers. Well, so don't I'm get me started. I'm wondering what's going on with, are they waiting to induct a bunch of men's basketball players all at once? I'm sure they're waiting on that for Van Vliet and Baker. They want to do them together after Fred's done playing. Yeah, that's still going to be too long. I understand the sentiment, but that's too long to wait for Ron Baker anyway. It is. Well, he's probably agreed to that. I get it. I know, man, I know that the kind of guy he is. I understand, and that's fine. He doesn't want to go, go in without Fred. Um, but that could be another 10 years. Um, so what you have is, uh, of those 29, you've got 19 who are from a bygone era, the 60s and earlier. 19 of the 29. A lot. From the 60s and earlier. Then you have Greg Carney, Terry Benton, Robert Elmore, from the 70s, Cliff Levingston, Antoine Carr, Xavier McDaniel, Aubrey Sherrod from the 80s, Jason Perez, Jamar Howard, Paul Miller, Jason Perez, Jamar Howard, Paul Miller. Uh, Paul's career ended in the 2000s, as did Jamar Howard. But you basically have two players from this century who are Shocker Sports Hall of Famers from your most visible program it doesn't make any What's sense going on? It, it angers me and and we've had this conversation i love charlie gendrone but is he more memorable did he make a greater impact on shocker sports than randy burns you can't convince shocker me. baseball had a run from 1979 uh to 1996 in which they played in one two three four five six Am I right? Six or seven College World Series. It makes sense that from those years, you're going to have a lot of Hall of Fame. Right. I'm not begrudging the fact that baseball has this many. But basketball has been around at Wichita State since the beginning. And it's, it's unfair, frankly, that there aren't more basketball players uh, on this list. And when do they do the induction ceremonies? I don't know. At uh, basketball games, right. at men's basketball games. Now, you ask, who else? Who else from Shocker Basketball belongs in? Well, Randy Burns is at the top of that list for me. He's the eighth leading scorer uh, in Shocker history. Make that ninth. want to be accurate here. Uh, ninth leading scorer in Shocker history. Only Cleo Littleton, Xavier McDaniel, Dave Stallworth, Antoine Carr, Cheese Johnson, Jason Perez, Aubrey Sherrod, and Ron Baker have scored more points. He is the all-time leader in three-point field goals. He ranks 21st all-time in Shocker history in assists. Where he might pay a price is in his career scoring average, 
which is 12.9 points per game, and that's only number 26 all time. Okay, but the last couple Just, of years. I'm giving the total story. I understand. I'm not here to, to uh, completely uh, blow this up. Oh, well, okay, but you have to have context for that, and I understand uh, you're just given the, the black and white numbers. Randy Burns, his last couple years, uh, was much better than 12.6. He, he got going later on in his career. He was a 15-point-per-game guy. Here's what, uh, here's what had happened uh, when Greg Marshall became the coach. It, it ceased to be about individual numbers. The individual numbers of the Greg Marshall players uh, are good in many cases, but they don't blow you away. And Turgeon to some degree. Uh, Clee Anthony Early should be in the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame three years ago or five years ago, whenever he was eligible. Right. It's, it's, absolute, it's an absolute joke. You, you want Randy Burns to be your guy, and I get it. But Clee Anthony well, Early, Burns wait was a minute. Two decades just, ago. Let me talk. Go. Let me talk. Fine. Clee Anthony Early led a Final Four team. Cleanthony Early led a team that went 35-0 and before losing to Kentucky in the NCAA tournament. You can make a case that no player has had a bigger impact on Shocker basketball ever than Cleanthony Early. Um, and here he is. What, what are we waiting on? That he only played two years? Give me a break, people. You've got to be – you've got to be – he was the best player on the floor in that Kentucky game also. Right. He was the best player the Shockers had both years. Right. And, we seeing, and the best player we that Kentucky had. We were seeing the development had. of Baker and Van Vliet. We, we saw what was going to be. But Baker and Van Vliet didn't do those things without Klee. Right. They didn't get to Final Fours. They didn't go 35-0. and 0. Uh, That was under on Klee's watch. Right. Yeah, mostly I would say yes. So, yeah, Randy Burns has a strong case. In my opinion, Cleanthony, I, I fully expected to see him on the list today. And well, they don't put men's basketball players in the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame. I don't know why they're, they're, uh, their bar are, is higher. There are 29 of them, two more than there are in track and field. And listen, you got a lot of athletes in track and field, and they've had a lot of success. And I have no problem with the number of uh, athletes from track and field who are in the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame. There are only 10 from volleyball. Yeah, that's not that's crazy. That's a surprisingly low number. I would agree. In my opinion. Um, so, But at least volleyball is represented uh, in the recent past. Paul Miller, the most recent Shocker. And he's, what, 72 now? Just kidding, Paul. Uh, but he's 40, right? Isn't he your age? I think so. Uh, and he's certainly deserving of being in the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame. Right. But he shouldn't be the most recent guy from Shocker basketball to be in there. What about Teray Murray? Teray Murray should be in. P.J. Kuznard should be in. Yes. Jekyll Cotton should be in. There's a lot of guys. You know what? What about this? Paul White. Paul White shouldn't be in. Okay. Not for what he did at Wichita State, of course. Well, I don't know that they have a Wichita State Hall of Fame uh, on a broader scale. than. But Paul White shouldn't be in 
the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame. He played one year, got on the floor about nine times. I know. Well, I'm not. I'm saying so not. We're not gonna. We're uh, how not, does how does a university recognize that level of stardom then? We we love. We don't need to recognize that level. Of okay. Stardom. <laughs> Why do we need to recognize from Wichita State? He spent about an hour and a half there. Okay. Wow. I hope he's not listening after no, the. I love Paul White, after the he, accolades he's he not bestowed. A, he's not an alum. He's not someone who. Uh, created uh, revenue. I mean, Paul White was a giant basketball player who played on a terrible team and was a fun person. But he's not in the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame. All right. He's trying to broaden the horizons a little bit. Well, that's too broad. That's, okay. That's not a horizon. That's an eclipse. That's like you don't even look at it. That's going to blind you. Fair enough. Just, just throwing it out there. Well, you know, you knew where that was going to. I go. knew what you would say. I thought you might give it a second or two of thought before you shot it down, but it's okay. You just, you recently had an interaction with Paul White. Now you feel like he's one of your buddies, and he is a great guy. <laughs> he's not my friend. What are you talking he's about? He's a great guy, but he's not a Shocker Sports Hall of Famer, and he'd probably, if 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 I know Paul. He'd probably be a little embarrassed that you even threw it out. Just throwing it out. That's all I was doing. Uh, but, yeah, men's basketball needs to be much more well represented in the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame. I don't get Marcus it. Marcus McDuffie. Should be in. I mean, there's guys. There are people who uh, we should look at. What about Shaq Morris? Uh, first team all-conference in the American. Yeah, I don't know. That That one I doubt. Uh, we're not. We don't want to. We don't want to water this down. I know a Hall of Fame when I see one. I understand, but obviously there's some weird criteria that you can't just be in because you're a legit bona fide Hall of Famer. You have to reach some platitude that no one really knows what it is. Because we just named five guys you should be in. Well, listen, the four that are going in, congratulations. It's always going to spark a debate with me because it always has. As anyone will tell you from my years at the Wichita Eagle, the, the one thing I look forward to was the annual column about why isn't this person going in. And for many years, it centered around Robert Elmore. And finally, he got in. Right. And now, my personal battle is to get Clea Anthony early in. Why don't you give me Randy Burns first? I'll work on Randy. He belongs in. No question. He's the highest scorer yes. other than Ron Baker of the century. Yes, but he wasn't Clea Anthony early. I understand. To leave Clea Anthony early out of the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame is a massive injustice. I get it. We'll take a break. We'll come back and talk with uh, our friend Vahe Gregorian from the Kansas City Star next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Mama told me not to come. Three Dog Night. Covered. I heard something different. Artists. Well, we had Pearl Jam, then we went to Three Dog Night. Okay. Vahe Gregorian joins us from the Kansas City Star. We're going to get right to it. Hey, Vahe, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Kevin, uh, were you playing that song intentionally about the, the Chiefs trip yesterday? <laughs> well, Mama should have told him not to come because yeah. it wasn't a very good trip for the Chiefs. I don't think any of us really foresaw that. And yet in today's NFL, I also don't think any of us are that shocked uh, that the Chiefs had a bottom-out performance because every team seems to have that now. Yeah. We're, we're struggling to get you there, Vahe. Yeah. We're not. The, the connection, Vahe, is pretty poor. So what we're going to do is maybe try to call you back later. Uh, or you can call us around uh, 325 if that works for you. Uh, if it doesn't, shoot me a text. Okay, I'll, I'll see you about that, Bob. Let me check, and I'll, I'll let you, you know. All right. You can call him back now, right, or no? What's going to be better right now? I don't know. It sounded better. You've got a limited amount of time right now. Okay. And I don't want to do that. Okay. So. It'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm aware of when he's available. He only had 15 minutes at this time, and I don't want to keep dragging it out. So we'll talk about the Chiefs a little bit more. our show is going along about like I feel today. It'll be okay. <coughs> I, I, we're all sympathetic. We all want you to get better, but we also understand. Yeah, and I understand you're pretty sympathetic. Uh, so Am yesterday, the picks, Jeff went 6-2 and two for 24 points. 
That makes you 13 and 3 over the past two weeks. Uh, I was 5 and 3 for 18. Uh, due to 3 and 5 for 18. Max 4 and 4 for 16. So everybody right about right about there. Uh, your pick, you and Max picked Oregon, which in hindsight, picking Utah was ridiculous. In hindsight, I hope you all three know that picking OU was ridiculous. And uh, well, why? Because Oklahoma's okay. They're good. They're not a team that's going to blow out KU. All they needed to do was win by 11. They're not going to do that against Kansas. I don't get Kansas. KU. I don't get KU. Team. I know, but why? I don't get it. Because they're well coached. They've got a, a fantastic. Uh, they got fantastic speed. They got a great offensive line, and they've got a quarterback. Even their backup, Jason Bean, has experience, and he's solid. And they've got they've got two really fast backs, in Hyshawn Dean. Uh, Would you say right now this is crazy again? This is almost Paul White Hall of Fame level. Are KU and K State the two best teams in the Big Twelve right now? Potentially, Texas has to be in that mix. I know. Uh, Oklahoma's still on that mix. Uh, we'll see. But since K-State went with the two-quarterback thing, they're unstoppable. They look very good, although those wins, Houston's bad, and TCU's not very good either. So we'll see. They, they certainly are interesting. I mean, we've, we've never had – remember just a couple weeks ago, we were thinking K-State's – how are they going to get this going again? Well, this is kind of the same thing that happened last year. They started slow. It's it's interesting that uh, they hadn't really had the quarterback situation figured out at the beginning of either last year or this year. Uh, I get that Will Howard was the obvious guy. Adrian Martinez, I guess, was the obvious guy going into last year. But to have Will Howard last year and now Avery Johnson come in and be the spark, uh, that's interesting to me. Well, of course it's interesting. It's like, why didn't we know that uh, week one? Because it takes some time for things to shake out. It does, but you don't have time in college football, unfortunately. Well, you got you got a guy coming back who uh, everybody's thought was, Will Howard is, that guy's going to play in the NFL, and he still may. Got a good shot. So you got K-State going to Texas this week. Uh, where's Kansas? I don't know. Well, that's too bad. I don't know. I'll look at their schedule. I uh, figured you might know that. Anyway, Not off the top of my head. Sorry. Anyway, uh, K-State, Texas, uh, 11 o'clock kickoff. He has Iowa State. That's at Iowa State. Both tough games. Yeah, it won't be easy. Iowa State's turned it around, playing much better. Uh, not sure exactly how good they are, but they were kind of cast aside early in the year, and they've they've won some games. Uh, they are four and one in the Big Twelve, as uh, as is Oklahoma, Texas, K State, and the team you love to hate, Oklahoma State. How about that? Oklahoma State would make a case. Wait a minute, KU and K State are both in the top twenty-five. And we're not, and we beat them both, huh? Yeah, and you and you gotta you gotta say to yourself, huh? What's Oklahoma State's record? Six and two. Well, maybe they should be ranked. Same as K State and Kansas. 
Yeah, I don't. I can't explain that. I don't know what the uh, thinking of the voters. Well, I, they beat them. I, that's what I'm saying. I can't explain it. What do you want me to do? Well, it's not maybe they should be ranked. It's what's going on. That's an what? What? How can that be? How can you have the same record? You own wins over both teams, and you're ranked below them. It's all narrative based, as I, as most. Uh, sports is especially sports involving sports writers which is who votes on these things oklahoma state started slow they didn't get their way into the national conversation and they have an uphill climb KU's a better story k-state was ranked early and and now they're uh, they get the benefit of the doubt you can say well oklahoma state doesn't have any impressive wins except they beat ku and k-state well, I didn't say they don't have impressive that's wins. Ex- that's exactly what you're trying to get at. Those are impressive wins. But I'm trying to explain what I believe is the thinking of the voters, and that's all I got. Who's K-State beaten? UCF, Texas Tech, TCU, TCU, and Houston. None of those teams are in the upper tier. No. So why are they ranked ahead because of us? Because they were ranked in the preseason. That's all this is about. There's no objectivity to any of this. That's why Georgia is still ranked number one, even though probably Michigan uh, has looked better this year. But it's all about Michigan's a bunch of cheaters. Well, Michigan is a bunch of cheaters, and I don't even want to. I don't even want you to bring them up because you like Michigan. No, I don't. I like Michigan basketball because of Jawan Howard. You've always kind of liked Michigan. No, let's not let's not oversell this. I was a Fab Five guy. And I still am, but uh, that was thirty plus years ago, and I'm, and that's it. They're they're the biggest cheaters on the planet. Jim Harbaugh is absolute garbage. I listen. Never says anything that matters. Speaks in these like idioms and proverb type quotes, and the people who think uh, the, about us the most think the most of us. What does that even mean? Like, stop. Just ha- just say something with some meaning and and speak like a human being like you do yes <laughs> okay exactly exactly like i do right now georgia michigan ohio state florida state your top four ranked teams it's fairly decisive those are the four getting first place votes uh for some reason washington not getting first place votes and oregon which looks unbeatable right now no way did I see them blistering Utah the way they did. But apparently you saw that, you and Max. Yeah, Oregon is better than Utah. I thought that was pretty – I think it's Oregon and Washington in the Pac-12, and those teams played, and Washington won. Uh, so that's why Washington – Washington well, will be in the – play again. Yeah, that's pretty – that's not good for the Pac-12. What if Oregon wins? And, and they'll they, go to the college football – playoffs you think so very likely uh, I th- I'd, I'd rather see oregon or washington than i would uh, florida state can they play in the pac-12 title Who's game florida state beaten i'll admit that i haven't watched a second of florida state they beat clemson which is bad they beat virginia tech they beat syracuse and the, they beat duke and they beat wake forest is there anything in the acc that captivates anyone florida state six and oh louisville four and one florida state does not play louisville well that's not good um so yeah we don't get that game 
Virginia Tech, their typical three and one, four and four. Georgia, it's it's they ought to fold that league. What do you think will be when the CFP rankings are released tomorrow? The top four. It'll be what I just said. You, no, I think Washington will be there ahead of Florida State. I don't think so. Really? No. A win over Oregon counts for a lot in my book. And well, the pack you, you would love that, but I don't. I don't think these people will do the right thing. They talk about eye tests all the time, and it matters how you look, and it's not just about who you beat or whatever. But I don't know. I think my my prediction is. It should be Michigan 1. Based on performance, I get this scandal, and they're probably not doing it on the up and up. Michigan, Georgia, Washington, Ohio State. And then you have Georgia, Washington, Michigan, Ohio State would be Washington your. has beaten Oregon, beat Stanford, beat a better than we thought Arizona, beat Cal, beat Michigan State, beat Boise State. They've had a tough schedule. They played Boise State, Tulsa, and Michigan State in the non-conference part of their schedule. That would be, uh, and Mich- I know Michigan State's bad, but they are in the Big Ten. It's tougher than most non-conference schedules. So Washington, which has USC, Utah, Oregon State, and Washington State to round out the season, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing them. Wouldn't mind it. Well, we'll see. Um, that comes out tomorrow, so it'll be something to talk about. Vahe Gregorian back with us. We're gonna we're gonna get this interview done, no matter what it takes. Hey, Vahe. You had such good recognition that you knew to get rid of the ball. Not, don't take the sack, and you know, move on to the next play. So here we are. <laughs> I panic easily. Um, <laughs> so we were we we'd ask you about. Uh, the Chiefs uh, dropping the ball and and how, in a strange way, while it nobody expected it, in today's NFL, it seems to be happening to every team, uh, the inability to sustain it from week to week. Why do you think that is? Well, look, I mean, this is a little bit of a cliche, but it's true. No, no uh, pro league designs its game to be built more around parity than the NFL and you know in some ways it, it happens to come to pass and you know that's what salary caps are all about and, and draft positions and all these things that, that sort of go into the mix um, so that's part of the answer and the other part of the answer is just to me human nature I think you know fans are right to be upset about yesterday maybe even distressed about yesterday but I don't think it's it's cause for panic um now the the twist on this whole thing is they had a a really bad day and now the schedule is going to ramp up quite a lot with the dolphins and eagles up next and you know this will be um a little more you know (laughs) under the microscope in the weeks to come with with what the chiefs are really all about and look there have been some some things with the chiefs that keep happening I mean, the red zone issues, although really pronounced against the Broncos, those have gone on. Uh, we haven't seen turnovers quite like yesterday. In fact, we hadn't seen that in five years, five turnovers. But um, there have been some. They have not really been winning the turnover game um, in, in a way that, you know, a lot of championship teams need to do. Um, so, 
and I'm sort of saving the best aspect or the worst aspect for last, which is, you know, the kind of wonky disconnect with Mahomes and most of the receivers. Um, you know, I I want to say I thought Rasheed Rice had kind of gotten past some of some of his stuff. I mean, he's so dynamic, um, but he really dropped a a ball that was a you know a 30 or 40 yard play waiting to happen. Sky Moore with that touchdown potential touchdown reception. Now I guess Andy Reid said on his call today that he thought that a defender's arm got in there and that maybe makes it less of a drop than 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 maybe we perceived. I don't know. I haven't seen that arm, but these things are 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 enough. But I I would say that. Your point is right about the NFL. And one last thing on this. At a game like this every year. And when I say every year, that's the last four or five years. And you know the common denominator in those years is they at least got to the AFC championship game. Three of those times they got to the Super Bowl. Two of the times they won them. And so I, I guess I would just say this doesn't mean that you know, it's doomsday scenario. It does mean they got some stuff to clean up, and I was particularly concerned about what I perceived to be a little bit of a listless effort. Now, maybe some of that's just because of Patrick's sickness, um, but, you know, maybe that happens to you after you beat a team 16 times in a row, too. Yeah, that's why it's hard for me to have the conversation about what's going wrong with the Chiefs necessarily, and I get that they're they're not perfect and that there are – concerns but like you said they're they're they're, they get to the super bowl or the afc championship they're six and two they have basically one of these games each year so i mean how it's all relative right i mean it's 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 hard to have these conversations but how would you rate a level of concern for the chiefs right now well look here's here's sort of the problem and 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 the, the benefit of this situation like you know if they if they beat the dolphins we will talk about this game like a blip. And if they lose to the Dolphins, we'll think about it as the start of a potential trend and real trouble. And the truth is that the Dolphins game won't be defining either. I mean, so it's hard to know, you know, what, where you can start saying this is the body of work we should believe in. But I would say this, the Chiefs have to get better than they are if they're going to be at that tier where we've seen them the last few years. Um, And, they, you know, they can't just show up like they did yesterday, again, with Mahomes sick, but also with, I thought, you know, a, a, a sense that the Broncos came out, to use the cliche again, you know, punching them in the face. The Chiefs really were kind of on their heels from there. I mean, I, you never you never really felt like, okay, this is the breakthrough moment for the Chiefs. I mean, you kept sort of seeing glimpses of stuff you might hope would work, but, you know, they, they never – quite get in a rhythm at all offensively um so you know I, I guess your question really was you know what's the level of concern i think it's a healthy level of concern i don't think it's uh, i don't think there's any reason to be paranoid and panic stricken i guess i would say um but I, I suppose i you know you'd like to see the chiefs beat the dolphins and then maybe you'll feel like okay all all looks like you might have thought it would by now and then then we see what happens in the matchup of the rematch of the Super Bowl. Vahe Gregorian, our guest. We're talking uh, Kansas City Chiefs football. So it's it's amazing when when you have the level of success the Chiefs have had. Uh, 
you may not still earn that level of trust with uh, your fan base that you would think you've had. So there's this clamor clamoring now that, my gosh, we gotta we gotta go out and get a wide receiver. We gotta find somebody who can catch the football. We gotta find somebody who Patrick can get the ball to downfield. Uh, that seems a little bit valid, but is that is that all this team needs? Well. I, I, I don't know that answer exactly, um, I, but I, I, I'd say this. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I think they're still third in the NFL in total offense, and they uh, are, I think, top ten in scoring offense, and at least at least twice they just sat on the ball at the end of games so they could have scored. Otherwise, they'd probably be in the top five in scoring offense. So when you think about it that way, you know, it tells you they've got the parts to – get down the field the place where you know it's it's a valid concern but but it's it's a it's a sliver of a concern in some ways is how do you get the ball in the end zone right i mean these stats are great and gaudy and everything but it doesn't do you much good if you can't score in the red zone so that that remains kind of this sort of you know funky aspect of these chiefs like how are they going to fix that that is, do they need you know i i a superstar receiver to fix that? I I don't I don't really think so. I don't think you'd say they had a superstar last year again, other than Travis Kelsey. I mean, they had a very productive Juju Smith-Schuster, who um, you know didn't really catch fire till about this time last year, eighth ninth game. I think one of the problems is there's a couple guys that we just expected more from. Right? I really thought. This was going to be a breakout season from Kadarius Tony, even though you know his injury history tells you you have to be a little limited with him. And naturally, almost everybody, me included, from what we saw in camp and even in uh, earlier in the off season, and what Mahomes was saying through uh, Camp Mahomes, that we really thought Sky Moore was going to going to take a huge step forward, and he's not. And now I think we're getting to a point where we can legitimately wonder if that step's ever coming, and that. You know, it pains me to say that. I, 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 you'd like to see him succeed, and I don't really know what the broader issues are. What's funny is last year he seemed to get open a lot, but they, he wasn't trusted enough to get get the ball. And this year, I don't even know that he's getting that much separation. So it, it, it's a funny, a funny little thing. You know, Andy Reid likes to say these things are a matter of inches, but they can feel like a mile, and I suppose that's right, but, you know, I think a lot of fans would like to see these these look like inches more than a mile, and I think that's the, the, the problem for a, a Chiefs fan right now. It, it's hard to project that two or three of these guys are going to take a step where you feel like, okay, they're the man. Before I uh, let you go, Vahe, I did want to ask you your thought on Travis Kelsey being at game two of the World Series in Arlington on Saturday night. Uh, when I saw it, I was like, hey, it's cool he's at a baseball game. And then then I thought to myself, yeah, but they play tomorrow. Um, am I overreacting? Or are, you, are you on my side? Or are you on the side of my son, Jeff, um, who says, I, no biggie? i tell you what. I've been laboring under the assumption he was at game one on Friday night, not game two Saturday night. Is that for sure accurate that he was, was there he at Saturday game night? one or two, Jeff? I thought it was one also, but I... Well, I, then that's not a big deal. 
I thought it was a game two. I'm 99% sure it was game one. Um, Jeff, why didn't you correct me on that? I didn't know for sure. <laughs> well, then forget and the look, question. I, <laughs> I could be wrong, but um, I, look, I'll, let me just say this, though. I, I'm not sure I love that Friday night if, if they're, you know, if he's traveling commercial and doing stuff away from the team. The flip side is, though, he's probably not traveling commercial. He's probably got a private plane back. I, I don't think Andy Reid makes exemptions for guys to travel with the team or not. He, he virtually almost certainly was with the team when it left for Denver. So, he, you know, he took a little couple-hour trip Friday night. That was his, you know, night out, came back with the team. So I just think it, there's no yeah. room for that in I, the Andy Reid I had the whole Andy premise wrong. I had the whole premise wrong. I've been in a little bit of a daze lately. Uh, that's no excuse for being an idiot, but that's okay. I'm going to use it. Vahe, well, look, thank you so say, much. We it, always uh, yeah, days, days and confused go together, Bob. So you know, uh, <laughs> you just just you know shrug it off and 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 move on. Thanks for having me. You bet. We always love it. Vahe Gregorian, columnist for the Kansas City Star. It's been nice if you bailed me well, out. There. I thought he was there Friday, and it didn't it didn't make didn't add up to me. But I just took your word for it. All I re- here's where I am right now in my well-being. I just know I saw him at a game, and I thought it was Saturday. It obviously wasn't. And uh, if if I'm gonna get if I'm gonna catch a break, I'd appreciate it on that one. You got it. You got it. No one's upset. I am. I don't like to be made a fool of by myself. That's all right. Especially myself. All right, we will uh, take a break now. We will come back and talk with Landon Wright, football coach at Rose Hill. We'll have a Bob and Jeff draft, sitcom characters from Cheers, Friends, and Seinfeld. Uh, Those are our choices. We'll do that at about 3.20, 3.25 today. Back to Bob and Jeff Show, KFA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 